Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shur. Mesechus Yevamus has been dedicated by Mati and Hadassah Jacobowitz, Lezecher Nishmas Yaakov Zev ben Repesach Yosef. We now begin Perak Rebbe Gamliel Yevamus Daf Nun. The Mishnah tells us Rebbe Gamliel Oimer Ein Get Achar Get Veloi Maimer Achar Maimer Veloi Beila Achar Beila Veloi Chalitza Achar Chalitza. Rebbe Gamliel's shita is that if suppose. One man who didn't have children died and he left over two wives. We'll call him Ruvain. Shimon, his brother, gave a get to one of those two wives. The second get is meaningless. And that means that the second woman that received a get would not be usher to marry a coin. She does not have a dinner of a grusha since the second get is meaningless. And secondly, there would be no isser for Shimon to marry the relatives of the second woman. Usually there's a din that even though giving a get to one's Yavama doesn't operate at all on a Daraisa level. The only person you could give a get to is a real wife. But a Yavama is considered Zikuka Liyibam. There is a Zika. And the Zika creates some level of Ishus. And therefore, Midrabanan, her get may accomplish something. If it does accomplish something, then her relatives are now considered Kroive Grushasai. Kroive Grushasai are Aser. But since the second get is totally meaningless, so the relatives of the second woman are not considered kroive grushasai. Another example of get acher get is if, suppose, Ruvain had two brothers. He had Shimon and Levi. And Ruvain actually only left over one wife. Shimon goes and gives a get to that wife. If Levi now were to go give a get to that wife, then Levi would not become usher in the relatives of this wife because his get is meaningless. It's another case of en get acher get. Now, in explaining the reason ain't get acher get, Rashi says that it's like a svara of memonifshach. The ikama ahani, if the first get was effective, then hapaka zika de tervayu. The moment Shimon gives a get, the first get that he gives, if it's in a case where there are two women, so then he gives a get to the first wife, then that essentially gets rid of the entire zika zibu. And therefore, the second wife, we understand why her get is meaningless, because if the first one, the first get got rid of the Zika Sibim, there's no longer a Zika to talk about, and therefore the second get is meaningless. And you are Kimigarish Nachris. It's like divorcing a strange woman. A person Stam goes over to a woman in the street and gives her a get, it doesn't do anything as far as her Kroivis are concerned. And if the first get was ineffective, the first get was not capable of getting rid of the Zika Sibam, then then the second get is also meaningless. That's how Rashi explains the Gemara. The Yachreinim are bothered why Rashi would explain the Gemara that way, because it seems to be the explanation that Rava gives in the Gemara, later on Daphnun Aleph from Aleph, and Rava is refuted from Abraisa. Abaya gives a different explanation. So why would Rashi explain it like Rava, who is refuted, and not like Abaya, who is Kayim Lamaskana? The Marsha asks this kasha, as does the Arch Liner. The Arch Liner actually answers very simply that the Derech of Rashi is to explain the Mishnah like the Gemara's Muskul Rishin, like the Gemara's initial understanding, even if that n- initial understanding gets refuted. However, in the Sefer Yashresh Yaakov, he gives a different answer. And that is that although Abaya refutes the Shita of Rava, the way that Rava learns Rav Gamliel, he does not refute the entire Shita of Rav Gamliel, the way that Rava understands it. As we will see over there, on Daphne Aleph, part of the statement of Rav Gamliel is definitely refuted fully, but the statement in which Rav Gamliel says, Ein get acher get, which is what Rashi is explaining now, 
is not necessarily refuted that we'd be dependent on a machloikis or bekiva and the chachamim. The machloikis, whether kedushin is taifsim by chayvi lavin or not, since we paskin like the chachamim, the kedushin is taifsim by chayvi lavin. It's possible to salvage the first statement of Rebbe Gamliel, and that's why it's not a problem for Rashi to explain the first statement of Rebbe Gamliel the way Rava does, because the rule is that when there's machlekes Rava and Abaya, we paskin like Rava. So any part of Rava's shita that we could salvage, we do. Toisvis over here in Debar Maschil Ein Maimer Achar Maimer has an argument with the Rivon. The Rivon is of the opinion that Rav Gamliel's shita that Ein Maimer Achar Maimer that it's fully ineffective if a person were to do Maimer following one Maimer and that again is either in the case where Shimon does two consecutive Maimers to the two respective Yevamas or in the case where Shimon and Levi each do a mimer to the same Yavama, says the Rivan, the fact that the second mimer is ineffective is only true, lefi the sheet of Rabbi Akiva, that Kedushin is not typhus by Chayve Lavin. But if you hold like the Rabbanan, who argue on Rabbi Akiva, and they hold that Kedushin is typhus by Chayve Lavin, it's only not typhus by Chayve Krisis, then Rabbi Gamliel would never say his statement. Why does the Rivan make this assumption? Because there's this very simple question, and only Rishonim speak about it here. Let's say a Yavam goes and is actually Miyabim, his brother's wife. What is the halachic status with the rest of the wives? This is a machloikis in the Gemara earlier in Daf Yud Aleph Amid Aleph. Haba al Hayivama. If one of the brothers goes and is boil Yivama, he's Miyabim her. Uba echad min ha'achin al tsarosa. One of the brothers goes and is boil the other Yivama. There's a machloikis whether the second brother gets karis or is only over in Asay. The brother himself, who is Miyabim, the first woman, is only over in Asay, because it says, It's a special exercise of saying that he's only over the Asay. He has no right to be Miyabim more than one woman. And there's a Shiloh in the Gemara there, what happens with the rest of the brothers? Are they also only over in Asay if they were to go? And be Miyabim, the second woman, because we look at what he did. This brother that was Miyabim, the first woman, as the shlichas of the other Achin, and therefore the rest of them also only have an Asay vis-a-vis the second Yavama, or do they have an Isser Karas? Now, if we are to assume that all there is, is an Isser Asay, there's no Isser Karas to the rest of the brothers, or that brother himself, which everybody seems to be in agreement that he only has an Isser Asay, Legabe, the second Yavama, then the halacha lefida chachamim, who hold that kedushin is toifus by chayve lavin, and it's only chayve krisis that kedushin is not toifus by. What would be the halacha if any yavam would go and be mekadesh the second yavama? What would be the halacha of that kedushin? Obviously, the kedushin would be toifus because there is no iser karis being maned from being chal. In which case, say the rishonim, the ramban, the rashba. And like we said, the sheet of the Rivon that our Tysus brings, why would things be any different when the first brother did Mimer to one of the two Yavamas? Einachanami, Mimer, only has one chance. You can't do more than one Mimer. But forget about the special Takana of Mimer. Let the second Kedushin be Chal, Midin, a regular Kedushin. Because after all, a regular Kedushin could be Chal even after a Yibam. So certainly after a Mimer it could be Chal. It's only according to Rabbi Kiva, who holds that Kedushin is not Tevis Bechayi Lavin, then we could say that Aydein the Maimer, since there's a Kenya Midrabbanan, it's considered as if he was Miyabim, the first one, and we look at the second one like he has an Isser Lav. However, Toysvis disagrees with the Rivon. What's their rationale? What could possibly be different or worse about doing a Kedushin after the first brother did Maimer to the first Yivama than in the case where the first brother did an actual Yibam to the first Yivama? 
Says Tyson very simply, when brother number one does Yibum to the first Yivama, that gets rid of the Zikas Yibum entirely, Midairaisa. And since there is no remnant whatsoever of the Zikas Yibum, the Maisa that the next brother goes and does to the second Yivama, or even that brother himself, is a real Maisa Kedushin. Because when you do a Maisa Kedushin, when there is no Zikas Yibum, that is considered a regular Kedushin. She is like a strange woman. If you go over to a strange woman and you're Makadishar, so then there's a regular Din Kedushin, and if it's not Chayvikrisis, the Kedushin will be Typhus. Masha'enkin in the case where all the first brother did was Maimer, there still remains somewhat some Zikas Yibum. If there is a Zikas Yibum, then on a Deraisa level, there is no Kedushin. Because you cannot be Mekadish, your Yivama Medeiraisa. That Kenyan is not Chal Medeiraisa. The only validity that it could possibly have is on a Darabana level. But that is dependent on the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan weren't Mesakin more than one Mimer. The Rabbanan said, they ain't Mimer Achar Mimer. You can only do one Mimer. So what would be the Rivan's response to this Taina? After all, Tysus is right. We're not talking about a case where Yibum was done. There's still a Zikas Yibum. And when there's a Zikas Yibum, the only thing that you could do to be kind of this woman is to be boil her. Kedushin doesn't help to a woman who's your Yivama. Says the Arch Lener that the Rivan makes sense according to the Shita of Rava that we mentioned earlier. That Rashi explains Rav Gamliel according to his Shita. Because according to Rava, the Hezber in Rav Gamliel, as we explained, is that he's Mesopic. Legabe get, he says that Memonavshach, if the get of the first one gets rid of the Zika, then the second get does absolutely nothing. Because the first get got rid of the Zika entirely. And the same thing would hold true with Mimer. If the first one's Mimer accomplished something, then the second one's Mimer does absolutely nothing. Why is that? Must be, says the Archlinaire, because Rebbe Gamliel has a tzad that Mimer is tantamount to a Maisa Kinyan like Yibam itself. And just like the get on the tzad, that it gets rid of the zika, it gets rid of the zika entirely. So there's no zika to speak of, and therefore the second get does not create an isr of achayz gurushasa, it doesn't passel her l'kayin, because it's not being kairis anything, it's not divorcing anything, because there's nothing to divorce, the zika is totally gone, even though get is not chalitza, but nevertheless it accomplishes the exact same thing as chalitza, it gets rid of the zika. So to mimer would solidify the zika entirely, just like yibah. And that means that the Zikas Yibam is only there to create a Kenyan, and Mimer could create that Kenyan in the place of Yibam. If that's the Hezbern Rem Gamliel, then we understand why the Rivan would say that the fact that the second one's Mimer doesn't work is only true according to Rekiva. Because according to the Chachamim, like we said, let it work midin a regular Maise Kedushin. Since right now all there is is an Isra Asay or an Isra Lav, there is no Isra Karis, the Rabbanan should say that Kedushin is Teufis. Not midin Mimer, but midin a regular Kedushin. What was Teufis' response to this? We explained that you can't have a regular Maise Kedushin if there is a Zika. But if the Pshat and Ram Gamliel is that the second Mimer doesn't help because the Zika was totally gotten rid of, then you can have a regular Maise Kedushin, because there's no Zika to speak about. So Taisvis' Taina makes sense on the Rivan if you don't explain like Rava. Like we said, the Maskana of the Gemara later is like Abaya. Abaya's Hezber in Ram Gamliel is not because he's Mesupik and he says Mimonifshach. If the first get was effective, then the second get Al-Karchach is ineffective. Because the first get must have gotten rid of the Zika entirely. That's not Abaya's Hezber. Abaya's Hezber is that a get works to get rid of part of the Zika, 
but not the complete Zika. The reason why there's ain't get achar get is because the amount of Zika that was gotten rid of by the first get is all that you could accomplish al yidei get. And since the Rabbanan only gave you one opportunity, the second get doesn't do anything. But that doesn't mean that there's no Zika. As we'll see later, there is a Zika lefi abaya. Since there is a Zika, Toysvis is right. You cannot have a Maisa Kedushin, a regular Maisa Kedushin, on a woman that's Zikuka Liyibam. So it comes out basically that the machloikes between Toysa and the Rivan is dependent on which Hezbra you learn in the Gemara later. And as we said, Rashi on our Mishnah explains the Mishnah, Lefi Shitas Rava, so that would be Matzdik the Rivan. Even though the Gemara's Maskana is like Abaya, we gave a Hezber, then it could be Legabe, certain things, Rava's Hezber is, remains intact and is not refuted by Abaya's Brisa. Now Toysvis brings somewhat of a Raya against the Rivan's Pshat. And that is that later, in the Gemara Dafnun Bezim at Bez, the Gemara brings down the memor of Rabbi Yehuda Amarav. Rabbi Yehuda Amarav is going on the part of the Mishnah that says, Cholatz v'osa maimer, if a Yobam first did chalitza, and subsequently he did maimer, then we say, Ein achar chalitza klum. The maimer is ineffective, because it came after chalitza, and chalitza got rid of the Zikas Yibam. On that part of the Mishnah, says Yehudah Marav, Zu Divir Rebbe Kiva, Da Amar En Kedushin Toifsim Bechayvei The statement that a mimer following a chalitza is ineffective can only be true according to Rebbe Kiva, who holds that Kedushin is not Toifsim Bechayvei And that is because of the same Cheshvin that we mentioned before from Toifsim, from the Rivan. That Einachanami Maimer is something the Chazal weren't misakin after Chalitza, but who cares? Let it work, midin a regular Kedushin. When a person does Chalitza and subsequently he does Maimer, Einachanami that the regular Takana of Maimer doesn't work, but it makes no difference because Maimer is nothing more than a Kedushin, and this woman is now eligible to become Miskadeshit to this person since all there is is Chavi Lavin and not Chavi Krisis. Elamai must be that the mission is going like Rabbi Kiva, who holds that Kedushin is not Toivis by Chavi Lavin. And once you do Chalitza to a, a woman, there's a Lav. It says La Yivne. Since it says in the parsha of Chalitza, Kocha Yeyase Leisha Shel Yivne Space Achiv, we darshin that Kivin Shloi Bana Shuv Lo Yivne. So there's a Lav. He's not allowed to go and marry her now. Since it's only a Lav, according to the Chacham, the Kedushin would be Toivis, but according to Rabbi the Kedushin is not Toivis. So it must be that our Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Says Toysfis, why is it that Rabbi Yehuda Amarav only was medayik from the end of the Mishnah, from the case of Chalatz Vasa Maimer, that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva? What about the beginning? Like we said before, the Rivan, the actual din of Ein Maimer Achar Maimer shows that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva. However, in light of what we just said, Bishem the Archlaner, we can answer very simply. The whole Chacha that the Rivan brings that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Kiva, is Lafi Rav's Hezber in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav did not necessarily understand the Mishnah like Rav. He could have learned like Abaya. And if you learn like Abaya, we explain there is no Hachacha. Because, like we explained, there's a difference between Mimer and real Yibam, Lafi Abaya. Yibam gets rid of the entire Zika, and therefore we could look at the Maise Kedushin like a regular Maise Kedushin. Masha'enkein Mimer doesn't fully remove the Zikas Yibam from all of the Yavamas, just like Get doesn't fully remove the Zikas Yibam from all the Yavamas. And since the Zika remains, so the Maise Kedushin would not be Nidain as a regular Maise Kedushin with a stranger. The Mishnah continues discussing the Sheet of Ram Gamliel, and one of the things that he says is, V'loi bi'ila achar bi'ila. Rashi explains, Ba'alzu. If he was boil one of the two Yuvamois, the Chazer Uba Hu Echov Al Tsarasa, he or one of his brothers was then boil her Tsara, Biaz Znus Ba'almahu, the Ein Asur Bukrevi Seha. 
the brother who was boiled the second Yavama does not become usher in the crevice of that Yavama. Says the Yashrish Yaakov, according to the Rivan that our Mishnah is talking about Rabbi Kiva's Shita, the Kedushin is not Teufus by Chayvi Lavin, we understand why Eim Be'il Acher Because after the first Yavam is Bayel, the first Yavama, there becomes a Lav Legave, the other Yavamas. So even if the second Yavam was Bayel, the second Yavama, with the intention of marrying her, Kedushin is not Teufus. It's Chayve Lavin, and therefore he doesn't become usher in her relatives. However, according to Toysfis, that our Mishnah is going according to Rachamim, Kedushin is Toysfis B'Chayve Lavin. So why would we say that Ein Be'ilachar Be'ila? After all, when the second Yavam is Boyal, the second Yavama, since he had intentions with this Be'ila to marry her, so it may not work as a Maise Yibam, but it should be like a Kedushin Be'ila. And then he should become usher in her relatives, because Kedushin is Toysfis B'Chayve Lavin, according to Rabbonin. He answers, and the Me'iri actually gives the same explanation, that we're not talking about a person who really had intentions to be kindness this woman. Because the halacha is, as we learn in the next parak, in Perak Abal Yevimtoi, that if a person is boil his Yevama, being b'shoyeg, being b'mezid, he has no intention whatsoever of marrying her with this Maise Yibam. He just was boil or l'shem znus alma, she becomes his. And therefore we say, Ein bi'ilachar bi'ila. Since the first brother managed through his bi'ila to get rid of the zikas yibam entirely, if the second brother now goes and is boil a bi'ila's nus with the second yivama, it doesn't accomplish anything. He won't become usher in her krivis because the bi'ila's nus, when there is no zikas yibam, is simply znus. It's not yibam. It doesn't make a marriage. It is mashmado from the Me'iri that if he would have had the intention of being boil her l'shem yibam, then he would become usher in her krevis. Because then we would say that the Be'ila has a din of Kedushin. There may not be a Zikas Yibam, but since his intention was to marry her, we would say forget about the Yibam aspect, he would, be- he would become her husband, al the Be'ila. And this is a very big Chiddush. And from Rashi, it's mashba that he doesn't accept this Chiddush. Because Rashi's Lashin over here is, V'chazer u'bahu o'yechav. It is a biaznus. Now, according to the Meiri, we have to be talking about a case where the person did it, L'Shem Znus. For Mashi, it's Mashba that the person did not have the intention of being boil her L'Shem Znus. But we're saying that it is a Be'ilah Znus. That means that even if the person had intention of doing Yibam, since the Zikas Yibam is gotten rid of through the Be'ilah of the first one, the second one's Be'ilah has a shame Be'ilah Znus. Ah, you'll ask me, why should I have a shame Be'ilah Znus? His intention was to be Kainasar, to marry her. The answer is that his intention was to marry her in an oifen of Yibam. He wanted to be Kainasar as his Yivama. And since there is no longer a Zikas Yibam, we don't say that included in that intention is that his Be'ilah will work as a Be'as Kedushin, a Kedushin Be'ah. By Mimer, we saw that that may be the case. That if a person doesn't have a Zikas Yibam, then the Mimer will work as a Kedushin, and that was the last discussion we had. But that's because the Misa of Arayat Mukodesh is the same. You're Kainaher with the Kesef. Whether the person is being Kainaher as a Yavam is Kainaher Yavama with the Misa of Mimer, or whether the person is being Kainaher because she's a strange woman, she's not considered his Yavama, but he's Kainaher with Kedushin Kesef, as a man and woman, it's the same Misa. It's the person who generates the Kenyan. Masha'en Kain, a person who's kindness his Yavama, even if he has intentions to be kindness his Yavama, is doing an entirely different act than a person who's Mekadish in Isha with Bia. Because a person who's kindness his Yavama with Bia, 
The way that it works is that the act he does, but the Torah is the one who's makhdet to him, this woman. He actually doesn't generate the Kenyan. And the biggest raya is the fact that if the person was boil her without intention to be her, she also becomes his Yavama. And therefore, even if he had intention to make her his Yavama, he is not the one who's generating the Kenyan. So we can't say that in the event that it turns out that she's not his Yavama, because the first brother already got rid of the Zikas Yibam, we can't say that anyway, the act of Bia should work as a Maise Kedushin, because he never had Das for Kenyan to actually be kind to her. Even the Yavam that had intention to be kindness her didn't have Das Kenyan, because Yavam is not a Kenyan that the person is kinder with. The person doesn't generate the Chalois. It's the Torah that generates the Chalois. The Me'iri is actually understanding that in the event that the person had the Das to be kindness her, then we say that if we find out that she does not have the Zikas Yibum, because the first brother was already boiled, the other Yavama, then this works as a mice of Kedushe Bia. Rashi doesn't want to accept that, because there is no Das for the Kenyan of Kedushe Bia. Because like we explained, there is no das for any Kenyan of Kedushin. The Kenyan that gets created, if it is a Misa of being Kainasar as Yavama, is the Torah creating the Kenyan. Now, Toysfis in the Ramaschil, the Loi Be'ila, qualifies the statement of the Mishnah of Loi Be'ila, Achar Be'ila. Toysfis says, Hainu Achar Be'ila, Ksheira. The fact that there's no Be'ila, Achar Be'ila, meaning that after one Be'ila is done, the second Be'ila does not create an Isser of Kroivis, is only true if the first one was Be'ila, Let's say Yavam number one was Bayal Yavama number one, but after he had already given her a get. In such a case, if he then goes and is Bayal another Yavama, that Be'ila does generate an Isser of Kroivis. And the reason is because the first Be'ila is not really kind of her completely. As the Mishnah says later, Nosan get uba'al, tzricha get v'chalitza. And Rashi, later in the Mishnah, in Dibar Maschah v'chalitza, says that the reason why you need chalitza is because although ordinarily, if a person does a bi'at is yivama, all you need is a get, that's only by a bi'at k'sheira. Over here, it's a bi'at psula because it's after a get. get kama He hasn't been kind of her completely. Because since you gave a get before the Be'ila, Midrabanan, you've affected the Zika. You've affected in a way that the Bia that comes after it cannot generate a complete Maisekinyan. And since this is the case, so if you go and you boil another Yavama after this takes place, we don't look at it as a Maises Nuspa Alma. When the first Maiseyibum does its job completely, it takes the Zikas Yibum to its fullest extent, then it comes out that the Bia that follows it is a Maises Nuspa Alma. But when there is a problem with the first Maise Bia, it doesn't fully accomplish actualization of the Zikas Yibum because that Zika was Nifgam. You therefore will create um, Iser Kroivis through the second Bia. That is what Toysvis says, and Toysvis discusses this in greater detail later on Dafnun Aleph, Amid Aleph, and like we said, it's Shittus Rashi. However, the Chayshin Yeshua points out that this is not the opinion of most of the other Rishonim. They learn that even after Bi'ila Psula, Ein Bi'ila Achar Bi'ila, a Bi'ila that's done following any Bi'a, whether it's a Bi'a Ksheira or a Bi'a Psula, would not create an Iser Kroivis. The Mishnah says, Asa Maimer get, if a person did Maimer to his Yavama, and then subsequently he gave her a get, Tzricha Heimenu Chalitza, 
She needs from him chalitza, which means that the zikas yibum is still there. The get gets rid of the mimer, and now in order to get rid of the zikas yibum, you need chalitza. Says Rashi, the imrotza lichnois lo yichnois. chalitza is dafka. The only the eitzah right now is to give chalitza. You cannot go and do yibum. The kivan the hischil begerishin kaima alei below yivne. Since the person already did gerishin, so he went with this mechanism derabbanan, of course. With the rice, there's no get for a yivama, but since he gave her a get, that amounts to a choice not to be boine this bias asher lo yivne space achiv. And therefore, Midrabbanan, he has the same Isra lo Yivna as somebody who did Chalitza. So that's why we say you cannot go and do Yibum now. Says Toisfis, in Dibra Maschal, Osa Maimer, Biyavim Toi, Venosala Get Sricha Chalitza, that this really depends. Says Toisfis, Hainu Benosan Get Stam, Aflazi Kosoi. There are two options how to understand what the person's get is in our case. First he gave Maimer, then he gave a get. If a person gave a get without doing Maimer, then it's Pashit that what the get is doing is addressing the Zikas Yibum. So if a person gave a get without Maimer, then we know that he can't do, do Yibum because he went and made the choice not to be Boina based Achid. Because he gave a get that addresses the Zikas Yibum. However, since this person is after a mimer, so it could be that the get is only there to address the mimer and not the zikas yibum. So Toysfis says that our case is talking where he gave a get stam after zikasi. get If he gives a get to just get rid of the mimer, then he's back to square one. Before the mimer was done, there was a regular zikas yibum. He did mimer and he gave a get to get rid of the mimer. So now he's re- back with the regular zikas yibum. Toysus brings down a Gemara and Perik Dalet Achim, the Hutra Filahi, the Mai, the Ovid Shakle. What he did, he took away. And this is the opinion of the Ravid in the Asogis in Huchasibim Perik Hey, Allah Dalit as well. However, the Archlener points out that Rashi, later on Dafnun Bezma Bez, in Dibra Maschal Oidilma, and the Rambam, over there in Huchasibim Perik Hey, Allah Dalit, are of the opinion that if a Yavam gave a get to his Yavama, even if the get was Beferish, just getting rid of the Mimer, He's not allowed to be miyabim her. The other brothers actually are allowed to be miyabim because it's true that this woman is now back to the matzah she was before in which she has a regular zikas yibum without any added dimension, no mimer and no get. And that's what the Gemara in Perek Dalad Achen means according to Rashi and the Rambam. The Gemara that Toysus brings down that seems to indicate that she is muteris now. She's muteris to the other brothers. That's how Rashi and the Rambam learn. The Rambam says it as a Yeroyali. He says Yeroyali would appear to be Shleihutra Ella Le'echov. She now becomes muta to the brothers. I will zeshen nosen I get asurihi loyin. That's what the Ravid takes issue with. Rashi's mashmos in Perek Dalad Achen as well. And Daflamid Beis is also that Hutra Afiluhi Lachim. She would be muttered to the brothers, but not to this one himself. And it would seem that Rashi and the Rambam need a lot of Hezber, because why should this be true? Memonavshach. If we look at the get, when it was dressing only the mimer, as getting rid of the mimer alone, but it doesn't touch the Zikas Yibam on any level, then just like she's mutter to the rest of the brothers, she should be mutter to the one who did mimer. And if you tell me that the get doesn't have the ability to make such a split, and it addresses the Zika Sibum, then it should address the Zika Sibum and everybody else, just like in a regular case of Nusen Get, without Mimer. If you're going to say that it's some sort of Durabbanan type of Svar, then we have to understand that as well. Because the Durabbanan Svar that we find in Perik Dalad Achin is that people are going to mix up this woman who received a Get only for the Mimer with a regular Balasa Get. And if they're going to mix it up, why would it make a difference between... The one that gave her the get and the rest of the brothers. The rest of the brothers are also not allowed to marry her when she was a regular Balasaget. 
So it would seem from the Chedusha Reb Nachum on Daflamid Beis that he understood as follows. Le'olam, a get that is given to address the mimer alone, does not really touch the Zikas Yibum per se. It doesn't make this woman, who was until now was a kukali yavam, any less of a yavama. It doesn't operate like a halitza, because it only addressed the mimer and not the Zikas Yibum. And that's why she's muteris to the rest of the brothers. However, to the one that gave her the get, there is a different din. And that is because we have to understand the nature of mimer. Mimer can be understood in one of two ways. It could be understood as a special Kedushin Drabbanon, that the Rabbanon were misakin for a Yavam, that is his Kedushin, meaning the Yavam's own Kedushin. The Yavam has created his own Kedushin between himself and this woman, and as soon as he divorces her, Toysus is right, the Ravid is right. If you divorce a woman from your own Kedushin, that Kedushin is gotten rid of, and you should be back to square one where there's Ezekiel Yavam from the brother. However, the other way to understand Mimer is that they weren't misakin that a Yavam could create his own Kedushin. After all, as far as he himself is concerned, this woman is an Erva. She's a Shisach. The rights that he has to create a Kedushin is a Yibam Dika Kedushin, which means that he has the right to take over his brother's marriage. The Kedushin that, that he creates is stepping into the Kedushin that his brother originally had. Just like Yibam itself is stepping into the Nisuin that his brother had, Mimer is an exercise in which he has the ability to step into his brother's Kedushin. And therefore, just like if a Yavam gives an Isha a get without a Mimer, we say that he has no right afterwards to be miyabim her, because that is considered a woman who is asher lo yivne. He did an act that is similar to chalitza in that he was pushing away his zikas yibum. So the same thing would hold true when he divorces her from his mimer, because he has now pushed away his brother's kedushin. Now, as far as the other brothers are concerned, this isha is still zikukal yavam because he did not do anything to her zikas yibum objectively. The isha mitzad atzma is zikukal yavam. And his get only addressed his own mimer. And what that means is that his get didn't address her general zikas yibum. Rather, it addressed his own chelek in that zikas yibum. Because since his mimer was a act of taking over his brother's kedushin, so he is cutting the zikas yibum between him and the woman. So when a, a, a Yavam gives a get to an Isha when he didn't do a mimer, what that get does is it addresses the zika per se which is Allah and the Isha. And once he does that, she cannot have a Zikas Yibim to any of the brothers because he attacked the Zikas Yibim that the woman has. However, when he gives a get only for his own mimer, what he attacked was his personal Zikas Yibim. Therefore, it's this brother who is not able to be Miyabim her. The rest of the brothers, they're not Shaykh to his personal Zikas Yibim. They're Shaykh to the woman's Zikas Yibim. So they can go and do Yibim. So Toysfis and the Ravid learned that the get that he gives for his mimer has got nothing to do with Zikas Yibim because they understood that mimer is his own Kedushin that he created. Once he's Kairis, he cuts off that Kedushin, he's back to square one. However, the Rambam and Rashi are learning that mimer is not his own Kedushin. Mimer is taking over his brother's Kedushin and therefore being Kairis it is an act of rejecting the Yibim as far as he's concerned. But rejecting the Yibam as far as he's concerned has got nothing to do with the other brothers. The Zikas Yibam still remains Kalape, the other brothers. One of the cases of the Mishnah is Nosan Get V'cholatz Ein Acher Chalitza Klum. Rashi says, Since this chalitza was after a get, it's a chalitza psula. Why is it called a chalitza psula? If he would want to be miyabim her, he wouldn't be allowed to, because you already gave her a get. Once you give a get, you cannot go and do yibam. 
There's an Isidur Abbanan. So that's why it's called the Chalitza Psula. Afilohachi says Rashi, Dachilagamri. The Chalitza still is successful in severing his ties with her entirely. Says Rashi, if after this chalitza he would go and be mekadesher, either with the maimer or with being boiler, get that maimer or bia accomplishes nothing, and he would not need a get. And the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva. What does Rashi mean to say? He means that even though maimer, as we explained, is a maisa kedushin. So once you do that Maisa Kedushin after Chalitza, it may not work Midin Maimer, but let it work Midin Kedushin. Because after all, like we explained Alpid Shitas Yivan before, once somebody does Chalitza to Yivama, all there is is an Iser Lav. He's not allowed to be boil this woman because it says Kivin Shaloi Bana Shuvla Yivna. So she's Iser Lavin, and Kedushin, according to the Chachamim, is Typhus by Iser Lav. So therefore Rashi's bothered. Why would it say Ein La'achar Chalitza Klum? The mimer that he does after chalitza should work because Kedushin is typhus. She should become his wife. The teretz is, says Rashi, it doesn't work because we're going like Rabbi Kiva. The amr ain't Kedushin typhus mechavi lavin. V'hachi mefarish b'gemara the mastisin Rabbi Kivahi. And that, of course, is the gemara later that we already mentioned, which is on Dafnun Beis Mid Beis, where Rabbi Yehuda says b'shem Rav zu diver Rabbi Kiva the amr ain't Kedushin typhus mechavi lavin. The problem, however, the Chesn Yeshua asks on Rashi, is the same kasha that Toysfis asked earlier, and that is, why then does Rav only prove his point that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva from the case later in the Mishnah of Chalatz v'asamaimer? It's only from there that Rav proves that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva. And according to Rashi, the Gemara should have proved it from this passage in the Mishnah. And therefore, the Chazin Shuas learns the Mishnah differently. When it says over here, Nasan get v'chalatz, ein achar chalitza klum, that if a person gave a get and then did chalitza, ein achar chalitza klum, it does not mean that if subsequently he did maimer or be'ila, that that doesn't accomplish anything. All it means is that he doesn't have to do anything else to be matahir l'shuk. Nasan get v'chalatz, if he gave a get and then did chalitza, ain't a chalitza klum, you don't need anything more to be matter her. It's only later in the Mishnah, which speaks out, There it's clear that the Tanner is referring to Maisim that took place after his Chalitza. That's where we can prove that the Mishnah is going according to Rebekiva. Because there it's clear that we're saying that even if you do Maimer, you do Be'ila after the Chalitza, it's ineffective. But here, we didn't say that we're talking about if you do Pu'ulis afterwards. What does it mean, It means you don't need anything more to be Matahir Lashuk. Now, the truth is that Rashi could really agree, in theory, that that would be a valid way of reading the words, Ein Achar Chalitza Klum. And that's why we can understand that Rav cannot prove from the words of the Mishnah over here, Ein Achar Chalitza Klum, that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva. Because there's always the option of learning these words, Ein Achar Chalitza Klum, like the Chais and Yeshua's. That he doesn't need anything more to be Matahir Lashuk. All Rashi means, though, is that once we know from later on in the Mishnah that this Mishnah anyway is Rabbi Kiva, as is proven from the later passage in the Mishnah, so it stands to reason that when the words Ein Lach HaChalitza Klum are used earlier in the Mishnah, it could mean the same thing, that you don't accomplish anything by later Maisim. And that's why Rashi says over here that Since the Gemara says anyway that the Mishnah is going according to Rebekiva, there's no problem with explaining in hindsight that that's what the Tana means with these words. With this, we could answer 
Lefishitus Rashi, the Kasha, the Toysfis asks in Dibra Maschel Cholatz, but also Maimer Beshem the Rivon. Toysfis over there says, the Tana did not have to say at all the case of Cholatz Maimar Nosan Get Uval. It doesn't have to tell me that Einacher Chalitza Klum because it already said it earlier. He says the given the Tana Nosan Get VeCholatz Einacher Chalitza Klum that nothing is effective after the Chalitza. Afal Pishi Chalitza Psula, even though the Chalitza was a Chalitza Psula because it followed. A get, and nevertheless, we know enachachalitza klum. So kol shekain certainly the achachalitza kshere enachalrei klum after a good chalitza, which wasn't preceded by a get, nothing should be effective afterwards. So therefore, he says that that passage in the Mishnah is seemingly extra. According to what we just said, the kasha goes away because had we not had the later passage in the Mishnah, we wouldn't have read enachachalitza klum the way the Rivan is reading it. Because, like the Chesim Yeshua says, could mean that you don't need anything else to be matter l'shuk. And even Rashi, who learns that means that nothing is effective afterwards, we explain that that could be only after we have the later passage, and we know that it's anyway going according to Rabbi Kiva, so we know that the truth is because Kedushin is not Teufes, and nothing afterwards is effective. But that's not something that you could ask, why does it say the later passage? Because if it didn't have it, we would never have known that the Mishnah is like Rabbi Kiva, and then we would have explained this part of the Mishnah, the earlier part of the Mishnah, differently. After listing what happens if a person does mimer, and subsequently after the mimer he gives a get, or he does chalitz after the mimer, or he does bia after the mimer, the Mishnah continues with nothing get. What happens if the first thing he did was a get, and after the get he did mimer, or he did chalitza, or he did bi'ila? Then the Mishnah talks about what happens if the first thing he did was chalitza, and after the chalitza he did mimer, he gave a get, or he did bi'ila? And the, finally, the fourth thing the Mishnah discusses is what happens if the first thing that he did was bi'ila, and after after the Be'ila, he did Maimer, Get, or Chalitza. In that fourth case, Rashi speaks out that the case, that to tell me that if a person did Be'ila, and subsequently after the Be'ila, he did Maimer, that that Maimer is ineffective, it doesn't accomplish anything, is totally extra, says Rashi. Maimer the Acharbiya, Lehavet Sarach Lemisni. The Tanit doesn't have to tell me that if a person does mimer after he did actual yibum, he did bia, that that mimer does absolutely nothing. What should it help? If one yavam goes and does mimer, then he does another mimer afterwards, we know that the second mimer doesn't accomplish anything if it's with the same woman. What's he doing? He's already usher in her krevis from the first maiseh. Elo says Rashi, Aidi, the Tana Reisha, Cholatz Vaasa Maimer, the Isrik Lashmeina and Kirbekiva. It has to say first the case of Cholatz Vaasa Maimer to tell me that Enachar Chalitza Klum, that the Maimer that came after Chalitza doesn't accomplish anything because the mission is going like Rebekiva that holds Ein Kedushin Taisim Bechavi Lavin. So it also says the case of Baal Vaasa Maimer, Vahachim Mefarish Begemara. Says the Arch Liner. Rashi does not mean to say that there's absolutely no nafkamina from the din that it says in the Mishnah. Because although it may be true that after a person does be'ila, the mimer that he subsequently does is inconsequential as far as the iser to the kroivis are concerned, because that woman, he's already ushered to her kroivis based on the be'ila, therefore the mimer is not accomplishing anything kalape the iser kroivis. Nevertheless, there's a different nafkamina. If a person does mimer after be'ila, does the woman have to give him back the money, the Kesef Kedushin that he gave her? 
Because after all, it's really Kedushet Tais. This woman is considered his wife already. And even though, he says, the Gemara says in Kedushin, and Dafmem Vav, that if a person is Mekadosh's sister, the Kedushin is not Chal, and nevertheless, she doesn't have to give him back the money. That's because everybody knows that Kedushin is not Teufus with a sister, and therefore there's an Umdana that when he gave her the money, he meant it as a Matana. But that's not necessarily the case by a Yavama. Not everybody is aware that after a straight-out Maise Bia, if he does a Maise Kedushin to her, that this Maise Kedushin is ineffective and it doesn't accomplish anything. And therefore, she would have to give the money back. Because we can't say that he must have meant it as a Matana. Maybe he meant it as Kedushin, he just thought that there's such a thing as doing a Maise Kedushin after doing the Bia. However, he says, although there is a Nafkemina Lahalacha, but the Tana seems to be interested in telling us what these actions do, Legabe making her his wife. And she's already his wife fully. She's a full-fledged wife through the Maise Be'ila, and there's no reason to tell me, Legabe, that, that the Mimer is ineffective. The Mishnah continues, and it says, Achas Yavama, Achas Liyavam Echod, Va'achas Shte Yavamis Liyavam Echod. Everything that we said until now is equally true by one Yavama to one Yavam and two Yavamas to one Yavam. Explains the Mishnah Ketzad, Asa Maimer Bezu, U Maimer Bezu, Tzrichesh Shnei Gitin Vechalitza. The Mishnah, of course, once again goes through every possible scenario in the order of Maimer, Get, Chalitza, and Be'ila like we did in the Reisha. So if he did Maimer to two Yavamas, Tzrichesh Shnei Gitin Vechalitza. What does that mean, Tzrichesh Shnei Gitin Vechalitza? Of course, each one of them needs a Get. But does Chalitza have to be repeated? Do you have to have two Chalitzas or only one Chalitza? Rashi's Lushen here is V'chalitza la'achas mehen U'peteres tzarosa And that's probably because Rashi's Medayek from the Lushen of Shnei Gitin V'chalitza Gitin is Lushen Rabim and Chalitza is Lushen Yochid However, other Yishonim argue on Rashi Toys is over here in the Ramasla Tzrichis Shnei Gitin V'chalitza explains that Lamandi Yomar Chalitza Psula which means the sheet of Rav, which we'll have later on Daf Nun Alf Mebez, and he says it also on Daf Chavav Mebez, that when you do a Chalitza Psula, which is what you're doing over here, since it follows a get, it's not enough for only one of the brothers to do Chalitza. Every single one of the brothers has to do Chalitza to her. Now that Rav is talking about with our several brothers and one Yavama. So too, says Toysvis, that all of the Yavamas would have to have their own Chalitza. And this Ramban speaks out over here as well, that every single one of the Tsaris, Lefi Rav, would have to have a Chalitza, even though every single one of them is a Chalitza Psula. But Chalitza Psula on behalf of one brother towards one Yavama would not help Legabi the other Yavamas. And as far as the Lashen Chalitza, the Lashen Yachid, he says that there's no problem, because the Lashen Tzrichos, they require Shnei Gitim Chalitza. We understand that both women will require Chalitza. The reason why it doesn't say Tzrichos get v'chalitza, you could have said get v'lashen yachid also, since it has the word Tzrichos, is because you would have gotten mixed up and you would have said Tzrichos get v'chalitza, that would have helped you to do a get to one of them and then chalitza to the other. Once it says get in v'chalitza, it takes care of that problem. Now, Rashi is obviously not bothered with this question from Shitas Rav. Like we said, Rav holds that chalitza psula, if one of the brothers did a chalitza psula, then you need all of the brothers to do chalitza. So why then does Rashi hold that over here you would not have to do more than one chalitza? So we find two possible explanations for Shitas Rashi. According to the Rashba, the reason why Rashi says this is because he holds we paskin like Shmuel, that chalitza psula, you don't have to be chayzer akola achen. So just like you don't have to be chayzer akola achen, when one of the brothers does a chalitza psula, so too, you don't have to be 
You don't have to give every one of the Yavamis their Chalitza. However, the Tur explains Shittas Rashi differently. He understands that even according to Rav, who holds that Chalitza that means that one brother did Chalitza. You have to get every single one of the brothers to give Chalitza to that Yavama. That's only truly Gabe Akola Achen. But if one brother did Chalitza to one of two Yavamis, then you don't have to give Chalitza to the other Yavama. A Chalitza Psula requires every one of the brothers addressing now his own Zika, but it does not require addressing the Zika of every individual Yavama. So according to the Rashba's understanding, the rest of the brothers and the rest of the Yavamis are all the same. Just like Rav's Shita is, that when you do a Chalitza Psula, the rest of the brothers have to do Chalitza, so too, if you do Chalitza Psula to one of the Tsaris, to one of the Yavamis, then you need to give a Chalitza to the rest of the Yavamis. And that's why the Rashba is learning that Rashi has to be going Lefishi to Shmuel, who holds that by the rest of the brothers, you don't have to give another Chalitza. However, the Torah is learning with Rashi that there's a Chilik. By one Yavama and two Yavams, when one Yavam does the Chalitza Psula, the other Yavam also has to do Chalitza. Masha'inkain, by two Yavamas, when you do Chalitza Psula to one of them, you do not have to do Chalitza to the other one. And this, of course, needs explanation. Because Mimonifshach, if a Chalitza Psula is successful in getting rid of the Zikas Yibam entirely, which would be the reason why, when there are two Yavamas, and you do Chalitza Psula to one of them, the other one doesn't need Chalitza, then the same thing should hold true, when two brothers, one of them did Chalitza, you shouldn't need Chalitza from the other one, even though the first one did a Chalitza Psula, because he's telling me Chalitza Psula gets rid of the Zikas Yibam. So Zikas Yibam is no longer here, why should the other brother have to Chalitza? Elamai, you tell me that the Shita of Rav is, that Chalitza Psula is not successful in getting rid of the Zikas Yibam entirely. Rather, it only addresses the relationship of this brother with this Yavama, and that's why you have to go and get a Chalitza from the other brothers. So then why don't we say that Legabi two Yavamas as well? The Chalitza Psula only addresses that one woman, and it doesn't address the other Yavama. You should have to do Chalitza to the other Yavama. So the answer is very simple. And this is how the Chedushim Mubiurim explains. A Chalitza Psula, it's true that according to Rav, it does not get rid of the Zikas Yibam. And so if one Yavam does a Chalitza Psula, the Zikas Yibam remains, and the Isha remains a Yavama. Since she remains a Yavama, the other brothers have to do Chalitza as well, because the Chalitza Psula did not create her to be no longer a Yavama. She's still a Yavama. What does a Chalitza Psula do? It says that he, that Yavam, is not a Yavam anymore. It gets rid of his Zika. He is now not able to take over his brother's Ishus. So if it's one Yavam and there are two Yavamas, his Chalitza Psula makes him no longer a Yavam. If he's no longer a Yavam, then the second Yavama also loses her Din Yavama. The reason is because if there's no Yavam, then she cannot be a Yavama. So when there's only one Yavam to talk about, then that Yavam's existence is imperative in order for her to have a Din Yavama. But when there are several Yavams, so then even though that Yavam made himself no longer a Yavam, that doesn't mean that the other Yavams don't have a Din Yavam. They do. So you need to have a Chalitza from the other brothers in order for her to be Muteris Lashuk. The Gemara says, The whole Machloik is only when you do get twice, or you do Maimer twice. But get Echad B'Yavama, a person gives a get to one Yavama, or he does Maimer to one Yavama, that does help, which is something that is not true on a Deraisa level. It's only the Rabbanan who are misakin that a get can affect a Yavama when you just give her a get. And that Maimer can affect a Yavama when you just do Maimer, without subsequent Be'ilah. So the Gemara 
Gemara wants to know what was the reason that the Rabbanon were misakin things that way. Why were the Rabbanon misakin and didn't get? They introduced a new din by Ivama that didn't exist before. So the Gemara explains that get by Ivama helps because the Rabbanon said that since get helps Ba'alma, by a regular woman, a regular man and wife, if you give her a get, the get divorces her. A get is a mechanism used to be moitzi her. Chalitza is a mechanism that the Torah gave to be moitzi her. get loy mahani, chalitza nami loy mahani. If you tell me that a get doesn't help by Ivama, then they'll assume that chalitza also doesn't help by Ivama. Because they'll, they'll compare a get to chalitza. And the assumption then will be that a person is allowed to be miyavim this yivama after doing chalitza, which he's not allowed to. It says, Why did they say Mimer helps? The Gemara says a similar svara. That since Ba'alma, in a normal scenario, when a person gives a Kedushan to a regular woman, the Kedushan is effective. We're afraid that if we don't allow the Kedushan to take effect at all when you do it to a Yivama, then people will say that there's no means to be kind of a Yivama. They know that a regular woman, you could be kind of with Kedushan. If you cannot be kind of a Yivama with Kedushan, then they'll say you cannot be kind of a Yivama at all, not even with Bia. And then they'll say that it's possible to go and be boil a different Yivama after Bia. And the Tazi Yishanim asks, how is it possible to say that people would think that mitiget loy mahani, chalitza nami loy mahanya? Chalitza is something that it says beferish in the Torah. So everybody knows that chalitza helps. So he's basically asking, why should I have to make exera that get helps by Yevama so people shouldn't make such a mistake? They'll never make such a mistake. His answer is, that you need chalitza together with a get. However, the Ritva learns differently. He learns that even though people know it's a Beferish Pasik, and they know that Chalitza is Matir, a woman Lashuk, she's allowed to go and get married, they nevertheless would not know the Halacha, that after you do the Chalitza, that it's Aser to go and be boil her, like we explained before. And that's what the Gemara means when it says, People are going to be boiler after Chalitza. Not because they think that Chalitza is not Matahar Lashuk. They know Chalitza is Matahar Lashuk. But they'll think that even though it is Matahar Lashuk, perhaps it's still mutter for him to go and be boiler after the Chalitza. The Tazishanim is learning differently. He's learning that when it says, is because they go hand in hand. People will think that Chalitza is not fully Matahar Lashuk. Once she's Muteritz Lashuk, people will already understand that the Yavam can't be boil her. That seems to be a given, according to the Taizir Shanim. And therefore, the only thing that would cause people to go and be boil her after Chalitza is if they make the mistake and assume that the Chalitza is not completely a Matir. So that's why the Taizir Shanim has to explain that the mistake people will make is that in order to be Matir her Lashuk, you need to have Chalitza plus a Get. And that mistake comes from the fact that they'll see that a get doesn't help by itself. So they'll say the chalitza doesn't help by itself either. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.